Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. Joined on the line now by the member for Shepparton, Susanna Sheed. Good morning, Susanna. Good morning, Terry. Did you manage to stay dry during the floods crisis? I think like so many people, we stood at the... um the end of the street watching the water creeping up and it came to our gate um, but didn't go any further so we were blessed in that way but we saw so many houses in our street further down you know get inundated and into houses further down and just that changing level just meant such a difference to the amount of damage that people will have suffered so it's um yeah you feel like you've really dodged a bullet when you didn't get the the water into your house Absolutely. Can you give us a bit of a pricey of how you see the situation at the moment? Look, um, you know, as we all saw yesterday, the the level's going down quite a bit and water running away out of streets and um, back down towards the river. Um, Despite that, there's still a lot of water over various roads. Um, I did an official visit over to Marupna and then on to Chatura yesterday and... um, you know, pleased to see that while water has certainly been on the causeway, it hasn't done a washway or anything like that particularly. So emergency vehicles have been able to keep going backwards and forwards to Marupna. Of course, um, in the early um, period of the of the flood, uh, huge efforts were being made to deal with the power situation, deliver emergency supplies to Marupna. Uh, so many things, um, you know, done in the background overnight, 24 hours a day really to just generally, you know, keep a, a, a really safe situation for as many as people as possibly could. And uh, many rescues were done by the SES and people um, asked to evacuate so many areas. So the Tatura Relief Centre um, was very full, as was the Shepparton one. And um, those numbers are now sort of depleting again as people are making their way um, back home again, although they will, many will need to stay there for a while because of the work that would need to be done to, to you know, allow them to go back home where there is still water lying around. So access to services has been a big thing. Um, if you're in the evacuation centres, there's a lot of volunteers providing services, helping people um, obviously get fed and manage various aspects of their life, but also filling out forms, Centrelink and um, various government agencies there helping people fill out forms both in Shepparton and in Tatura. So for the for that um, emergency relief, that original about $1,000 for people, um, there's been a number of announcements during the course of the week of various packages for food relief, for primary industry, um, clean-up, all sorts of things. So going to the websites uh, and looking for those and taking the links to find a way to do that's really important. Um, Terry, I think one of my main concerns was medical services to Marutna because um, they were cut off and as you'll recall, there was uh, only um, one GP uh, in the town, one practice that had just started operating four days before the flood. Dr Beasley I met yesterday, her rooms were completely flooded out on McLennan Street and um, a process was put in place to relocate her to uh, MEAC, the community hub in Marutna, 
so she can set up practicing there and lots of people helping her move what the essential items were from her practice over there. Paul Wickham and, <clears throat> and his team really busy relocating the pharmacy over there so that drugs could be dispensed and um, Dorovich uh, Pathology also looking to set up there so there can be a little health hub there. Um, people will, Many people will know Dr Ball, he's part of the Kayala Medical Centre and his system was got up and going on Tuesday so that telehealth could be um, undertaken and um, there was some telehealth throughout that period but it is important that people are able to have some sort of face-to-face -face contact. So, um, so many things, Terry, that just needed to be quickly attended to and, of course, food is the major priority for people who've been isolated and it's fantastic to see all our organisations sort of lockstep into place to get food out to people um, the SES has been, you know, fantastic in initially delivering by boat and then through the Bushmasters and also collecting essential workers and bringing them back over this side of the river so that the hospital and aged care and various other facilities could keep functioning. I could go on and on, Terry. You could, you could. Um, there's a, there is a lot going on in uh, in various communities and of course there is quite a bit of uh, quite a few roads still closed with a lot of water on the road and then of course it's the, the whole cleanup after that. Yes look the community meeting that was um, held the live stream by Greater Shepparton City Council last night with the emergency services made it pretty clear that um, the causeway was still not opened yesterday. It'll be looked at again today. It's being reviewed every two hours to see when it might be opened and the ICC you know, said that um, they would certainly do it as quickly as they could. It might just be one lane that they can open. But one of their biggest concerns is, they, is how you would deal with a whole lot of vehicles going into Marupna when there was still so much water in so many streets and over roads in Marupna yesterday. So let's hope that the, um, the floods have been receding and water getting away overnight and that that might make, might make a difference because there's so much um, concern about people being able to get backwards and forwards on the causeway because so many people over here, um, you know, have people over there that they want to see and, uh, and of course, so many services for Marupna and that side of the river are located in Shepparton too. The, uh, there's hope that the supermarket in Marupna, Woolworths, might open today. Every effort being made to see that happen. So um, that would be a big relief too. And it's really a question of people just trying to gradually work, um, work their way back if they're able to and it's safe to do so. So there was a lot of information on that live stream about gas when you return home, about electricity when you return home. Um, luckily, throughout all of this, Goulburn Valley Water have been able to keep um, water and sewerage functioning well and the water, drinking water is still safe. Um, other places haven't been that lucky, so I think um, that's an absolute credit to them. But one of the biggest messages is the health risks that are posed as we go forward with the amount of water lying around. Flood water is filthy and dirty and contaminated Children should not play in it. Dogs should not play in it or drink it because gastro will be the next big thing if people, um, you know, do allow themselves to, um, you know, be in contact with the flood water. And so 
that importance of actually washing your hands again and um, you know being incredibly careful if you are in contact with it, anyone with a cut or a wound on on their hand from doing work um, out in you know out cleaning up must you know attend to that, get it covered up and cleaned up and uh, you know avoid infection. Everything happens um, much more quickly in this environment and of course. If people think there's a lot of mosquitoes now, they say that after two weeks of water lying around, it's it's much worse, and of course they carry disease as well. So, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, no, I was just I looking. I would urge people to be careful. Yeah, I was just looking on the Greater Shepparton City Council Facebook page, and that live stream is now something that you can watch. So, if you if some of the things Susanna's been saying, you'd like to know more about, I listened to the live stream via One FM last night. We broadcast it. Um, catch up on that. There's lots of good information in that flood emergency community information update, which is on the Greater Shepparton City Council um, Facebook page and probably on their website as well. We can't possibly cover it all, Susanna, but I guess um, I, I guess a little bit like post-COVID, we're left with a, story, a, a feeling of being very fortunate we live in the community that we do. Look, the amount of services that um, have swung into place, the volunteerism has been outstanding and I, I don't need to go on about that because we see it we see it in our community so often when there's a crisis of some sort and this is no exception with people just jumping in to help and um, do anything they possibly can. Um, I've had a direct line to government if things have been needed, you know, every offer has been made to local government just on that basic level to keep the show on the road, do what needs to be done. They've been um, doing everything they can and uh, of course there'll be lessons learned out of this. It's a very long time since we've had a flood and as I understand it possibly not as big as this. So it's moving down the river and we mustn't forget our other communities while we might be concerned about ourselves. Others are now facing that you know, really significant threat with Barmer and Echuca now very much um, in, in full flood and so really important that we be thinking of them and, and a lot of the supports will have to go down the river as we sit and wait out this next wet patch that's coming with the rain over the next four days and look, people who are worried about that, listen to that live stream Guy Tierney's given a really good summary of how he sees that playing out so um, there are no answers to that because rain comes and goes as it wishes and um, you can only work on predictions but there's rain predicted over the next four days getting heavier towards Sunday. So that will just sort of make it harder for people in terms of clean-up and mess and so forth. So I think everyone needs to dig deep into their resilience at this time because it's messy, it's going to be wet again and thank goodness we've had a few beautiful days. Okay, we'll let you get on with it, Susanna. Thank you very thank much you, for your time. Dan, they are very busy and full days and um, the phone never stops ringing but always glad to catch up and share any information I can. Thanks very much. The member for Shepparton, Susanna Sheed. This station, FM 98.5, subscribes to the Broadcasting Community Code of Practice. The Code of Practice is a set of agreed standards that have been developed by community radio stations across Australia. They reflect the unique principles of community broadcasting and guide stations in a whole range of activities, including complaints handling and Australian music content. If you'd like a copy of the Code, please contact us during business hours and we will mail a copy to you. 
Segway Power Sports ATVs, UTVs and SSVs are now available at Shepherd and Motorcycles and Power Equipment. The Fugelman UT10 Petrol UTV is one tough machine. Muscular and capable with a high power to weight ratio, the Fugelman UTV is designed to lighten your workload and make those trips around the paddock a blast. Contact Brendan at Shepherd and Motorcycles Purcell Street or Paul at Shepherd and Motorcycles and Power Equipment Benella Road or visit our website shepherdandmpe.com.au and check out the Segway Power Sports range today. LMCT 11819. 1FM sponsor. Snake season is here. Have you serviced your snake repellers this spring yet? If not, book a service call and let Jason's Pest Control update your batteries and check your repellers are right to go for this snake season. You don't have snake repellers yet? That's okay. Call us now and get them professionally installed. Protect your kids, pets and yourself. Our snake repellers are the best on the market and even have a two-year warranty. For more information, call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM sponsor. The Stanhope Family Hotel is your home of good old-fashioned country hospitality with delicious good-sized hearty meals including char-grilled steaks cooked to perfection, a variety of palmas with specialty sauces, a good choice of seafood dishes pan-fried or crispy battered, beef and chicken schnitzel burgers with a great selection of fillings and pasta meals made the traditional way. Satisfaction is our guarantee, so why not pop in for a meal on the Midland Highway for over 60 years. We also offer great times with all welcome to enjoy our quality live entertainment. The Stanhope Family Hotel, more than just a pub. 1FM sponsor. Hi guys, Peter Cardamone from Cardamone Real Estate in the beautiful Goulburn Valley. I love my sport and calling AFL footy is my passion. So he'll come from 12 metres. Anana's worked as he brought it back. Oh, He's got yes. What a goal! And Cozzy's got two. Real estate across the Goulburn Valley is booming, increasing 30% over the past 12 months and a rental yield of over 5%. It's time you invested into the Goulburn Valley. Call me, Peter Cardamone, to chat all things real estate. Visit cardamonerealestate.com.au and right across the Goulburn Valley from Shep, Kyella, Marupna, Talamba and Chachura, you're in Cardamone country. 1FM sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.